An apartment building standoff turns into a SWAT situation in Sedumsville. Covington police are looking for a murder suspect accused of killing the mother of their two kids. And the Bengals end on a high note, ending the season with a win in the Battle of Ohio. Five on five in five. It is Monday, January the 8th, 2024. Kelly's out, so it's just Fletcher and I with you. Hope you continue to listen for the next eight Boys Club. minutes on the Boys Club. <laughs> so, you know, we do get rowdy in here. Fletch, uh, personally, an NFL-y, I don't think that's a word, but you and I did not have the best of weekends being a Falcons fan and a Colts fan here. But on, on one hand, knows. bad weekend. Losing the four, 24 points to your biggest rival. On another hand... The head coach I've been wanting to be fired for two years has been fired. So it's a, a mixed emotion morning. New beginnings down in Atlanta. Good for you. We'll talk about the uh, Bengals as well. See what new beginnings they might be going through. Not at the head coach role, but just uh, the team yeah, in every, general. Everywhere else. Yes, everywhere else. It is Black Friday in the NFL, so you'll see quite a few of those headlines coming in. Not a fun day, but, you know, that's the league in itself. But, hey, let's talk about our weather forecast. Whew, there's a lot. Bro, it is something else. Okay, today is a boring day. Thursday is a boring day. Cloudy and quiet. That's a good thing. Because starting tomorrow on Tuesday, that's when things get crazy. Rainy and windy conditions, picking up probably about an inch of rain. All of this, according to meteorologist Randy Rico. Wednesday, we get the strong winds and some flurries lingering with temperatures plunging into the 30s. Thursday breather. Friday, more rain during the day. Snow and strong winds coming on Saturday. By this time next week on Monday, we could be looking at single-digit lows with your high being a balmy, toasty in the low 20s 20 degrees yes uh yeah it's one of those things where you're kind of surprised those types of temperatures haven't happened yet especially compared to uh winter like we had last year where we had a near november blizzard um and randy lays everything out much more elegantly than we can do here so uh, head to our website wwt.com uh read her write-up and watch her full uh weather from uh one of the morning shows this morning three minutes of uh, fantastic information to get you prepared. Again, today is kind of the breather. Thursday will be kind of a breather, but Just things will get uh, really else. weird uh, the rest of the week. <laughs> All right, five on five in five. Time for the headlines. Fletcher, story number one. Yes, yeah, story number one. Uh, the search for a suspect is underway after an hours-long standoff in Sedumsville yesterday. All right, officers rushed to a shots-fired call near Fairbanks Avenue yesterday afternoon, and when they got there, they heard even more shots, and they did see a suspect running out of an apartment building. Police eventually arrested a man in his 20s and charged him with obstruction of justice. Cincinnati police say they are still looking for the other suspect involved, but SWAT did have to be called out to the standoff. Scary situation, I'm sure, for everybody else living in these complexes, especially hearing multiple gunshots, but thankfully, uh, no injuries reported, and they are still looking for that other suspect. Moving on to our second story, which is also a search for a suspect. The search is continuing for a man suspected of killing the mother of his children across the river in Covington. Yeah, the, a terrifying story. Uh, you have to feel for the kids here and feel for the family of the woman killed. 25-year-old Kira Lane shot multiple times inside a home in Covington. Police right now are looking for Mario Payne. He's 38 years old, wanted for murder, the father of the two kids, two kids um, where the mother was murdered. Kenton County's prosecutor is telling us to be on the lookout for a white Toyota Corolla, the license plate 7484JW. This is a Kentucky plate. Police do say this man is armed and dangerous. You see him. You see the vehicle. We have the story up on our website, a picture of him, all that stuff. Do not approach. Just pick up the phone. Call police. Let them know where you saw this person. Hopefully they can get this man uh, behind bars and uh, bring him to justice as he is accused of. 
A little bit of a lighter note for our third story. Uh, today marks the start of a new semester for colleges across greater Cincinnati. You see headed back to class as a Xavier and NKU. And the new term comes in the midst of big changes to how students apply for federal financial aid through FAFSA. Daniel Dindek was on this for us this morning. Now, if you are or you have a student that is applying for financial aid for next school year, the 2024-2025 school year. There are some things to know. Most importantly, the time to apply is shorter, but as is the number of questions to answer on the form. Now, schools like NKU are encouraging you and students, do not wait to fill this out. And everybody should fill it out regardless. Pick it up, fill in the questions. You never know what my money, money you might be eligible for. Also being revised is the way the aid is calculated. They actually hope that the new system will boost the number of lower income students who are eligible. In addition to helping high schoolers, NKU, this is who we spoke with, they had a blitz campaign on campus to let students know the new form is out. Sit down, fill it out. Like I said this morning, don't treat it like a group project and wait till the last minute to get it done. <laughs> right. Just get it done. It is shorter. It is easier. Hopefully you get an answer relatively soon to see how much money that you qualify for. And I think an important thing there too is not just for high school students. No. If you're a sophomore, fill it out and see what you can get for your junior year, so on and so forth. It can help you now and not the thing where you're like, man, I really wish I knew this before I got into college. Something that can help you your whole way. Yeah, and it's something, if money is there to be used for your education, sure, it's going to be paid back, but you don't know how much you're going to get until you fill it out. I remember being back in school and everybody said, no matter your income level, whether you are very well off or not so well off, just fill it out because you just never know what might come out. Uh, national news for our fourth story this morning. The eyes of the nation have been on Iowa for months now, but in a week from today, the first official ballots in the 2024 presidential race will be cast. Here we go, y'all. Yes. Here, I mean, I guess we've, we've been going, but I guess it's here we go even closer now. So over the weekend, the third anniversary of the January 6th riot was at the U.S. Capitol. Former President Trump, the leader of the race currently, called for a release of those who have been arrested for their part in that day's event. He's also expected to be in court tomorrow on charges stemming from his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And through all of this, all of uh, the former president's legal troubles, he still enjoys a more than 50 percent lead over the rest of the field. Still far in a way the front runner in the GOP. Um, I was up first in New Hampshire's after that. Vivek Ramaswamy, he's been trying to get his numbers up. Nikki Haley, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, they've all been there. I think Asa Hutchinson is still in the race as well. Chris, not, I don't think he's polling at not, anything, not but polling he's still in, in the, the race. race. Yeah. Chris Christie, former New Jersey governor as well, still in the race. So we'll see what happens out of Iowa. There has been a couple of instances where the leader going into Iowa does not get the nomination. So everything's on the table. There's still a long way to go between the former president going to court and criminal charges and things like that and uh, actually securing the nomination um, over the summer. Yeah. So we shall see. Nikki Haley with late push to get above Ron DeSantis, who was seen as the front runner, aside from Trump, if not the front runner with Trump at the end of the 2022 midterms. Yeah. Things have changed. Vivek Ramaswamy, of course, Cincinnati native, uh, St. X alum, struggling to uh, get his campaign under him after that first debate where he made a few friends, but a lot more enemies than friends. Um, so we'll see how everything shakes out and see what changes, if any, come to the race uh, after this point next week when Iowa holds their caucus. Uh, and finally, it was 18 long weeks ago we were sitting here talking to you about the goose egg that the Bengals laid in Cleveland. Well, now we are sitting here talking about a pretty stellar win the Bengals had. Granted, it was against the second and third string of the Browns, but 
Fans wanted to end on a high note. I heard all week from my wife. I just want to win. I just want to end the season positively. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a game that not didn't mean much in the standings, but meant some for fans and meant some for players as well. We saw Joe Mixon celebrate. He had two touchdowns. The first one, a rushing score, put him in second place on the Bengals' all-time rushing touchdown list. The second one was a six-yard pass that uh, netted him an extra $100,000 in contract incentives. So congratulations to him. Yeah, and the first one got him a half a million. Yeah, oh, did it? Yeah, the, I yeah. Realize that first not, one not to pocket watch people, but yeah, yeah Incentive Sunday is always fun to see who, yes. who can get those catches and yards and touchdowns. Yes, it is. I was super excited for my favorite member of this rookie class, Andre Yosivas, had two touchdown catches. I think there's a bright future ahead of him as uh, uncertainty surrounds almost all aspects of the field, but especially wide receiver. Uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, the high-profile offensive free agents uh, once the new league year begins in March. D.J. Reader uh, and Chidobe Awuzie, who, along with Higgins, was inactive yesterday. Reader, we all know, uh, missed the back half of the season due to injury. The four big free agent decisions uh, the Bengals have to make. Um, we've got a way-too-early off-season primer for you over on our website, wlwt.com slash Bengals, for you to check out to kind of get your bearings. Enjoy the playoffs, of course, but once the Super Bowl ends, be like, okay, here's Here's when this happens. Here's where this happens. Kind of know where we are in the offseason as the Bengals gear up for hopefully a more successful 2024. Yes. Super Bowl ends. Then we go right into free agency. Then we go into the combine. Then we go into the NFL draft. Then the Bengals pick 18th yes. in the first round this year. There's going to be there's gonna be some talent there. We'll see which way. Before you know it, it's going to be September again, but it'll also feel very far away in some aspects. It will. But it was it was a, a good way to end. Even uh, Coach Taylor you know, you know, gave a hat tip to the fans for showing up, even the ones who were sitting way up high. He even admitted he didn't know if he would be He's sitting up there <laughs> between the temperatures and all that, but that's, that's just how it goes. All right, that's five on five and five. That's Fletcher. I'm Steven. We'll see you back here tomorrow.